0: TNA Hall of Famer and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Bully Ray and I talk about Monday Night Raw from last night. We start with how Raw started with Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar and Brock being put in the Elimination Chamber match with Bobby on February 19th. Also we finish how Raw finished and that's with Becky Lynch and Lita right here on the Busted Open Podcast. LaShley's in that ring. Brock comes out. He's going to be in the Elimination Chamber. Adam Pearce confirmed it once the segment was over. And you and and Bobby uh, Brock Lesnar said something bully that actually gets me excited for WrestleMania. He's entering into the Elimination Chamber. He's going to win the title at Elimination Chamber. Then he's going to go after Roman at WrestleMania and unify the two titles.
1: When Brock said that he was going to win the WWE championship at elimination chamber and then unify the champ, you know, unify the championships at WrestleMania. I got very excited because as you know, I'm not a fan of both championships yesterday, you know, I picked up on something last night when they were playing the Royal rumble package review for the, for the match between Roman, uh, um, Roman Seth and Brock and the beatdown. We were talking about how Lashley looked a bit weak at the pay-per-view. Yes, no? Yes, we did. One of the little things that I didn't pick up on at the Royal Rumble that I did pick up on last night was, do you remember when Roman picked up the championship and looked at it after he drilled Brock Lesnar in the head with it?
0: I do remember that now that you bring it up, yes.
1: Do you remember what he did with that championship immediately after he hit Brock with it? I don't remember. He threw it to the side. He looked at it as if, what is this? And he threw it to the side. I'm always, we always talk about how that WWE champion feels quite secondary. And last night I was reminded of it. No matter how great Bobby Lashley looks, no matter how great Bobby uh, of of a wrestler Bobby Lashley is, Bobby Lashley has been getting punked out verbally by Brock Lesnar. It happened a little bit again last night. Um, And then in the package, seeing Roman just discard the championship and throw it to the side tells me that the WWE looks at that universal championship as the be all and end all. And I don't, I don't even, there's going to be a WWE championship match at WrestleMania but it's not going to feel nearly as important unless Brock Lesnar is the one holding that championship. So I I don't know what a lot of people want to see. This is me as a fan that WWE championship could not mean any less to me. I mean, when it went on biggie a couple of months ago, I told you that I was concerned because biggie chasing that championship was one thing. Big E defending that championship was completely different. And I don't think fans were as on board as they were with the chase. Bobby as the champion, uh, Brock's been punking him out like crazy. So the thought of Brock going into the chamber and beating Bobby and, and defeating everybody in the chamber and then going to WrestleMania as your WWE champion, challenging Roman Reigns, in a unification, or a winner-take-all, because I don't think they're going to do a unification. If they did, I'd be a happy camper. I like one championship. But a winner-take-all type of scenario, I I like that, because I think night two, you have Roman versus Brock for the winner-take-all. And night one, you're probably going to get Becky I'm sorry, Ronda versus Becky or Charlotte. And the way they went off the air last night, I really think it's going to be Charlotte.
0: Yeah, I do too. I mean, there's a lot from what you just said, Bully. and
1: I know I went off on a little bit of a cha- tangent there, but I had to get in that Roman thing with him throwing the belt to the side because I realized it last night and I didn't want to forget to talk about no, it. No, Bully, uh, no,
0: I want to talk about it. And I didn't notice that, but now that you said it, it makes complete sense to me. Because I actually tweeted about it after that segment last night, and I said that last Lashley looked weak again. And people were killing me. They are saying, oh, he's the chicken shit heel. That's what chicken
1: shit heels do. Bobby
0: Lashley's a chicken shit heel? <laughs> the Miz <laughs> is a chicken shit yes. heel.
1: Bobby Lashley is not a chicken shit heel. Yeah,
0: I, and I don't want to hear that. Bobby Lashley's a monster. I mean, a guy like we talked about leading up to the match at the Rumble. He got The guy's in physical uh, just uh, he's uh, he's a monster i mean the guy's built i mean he's so athletic he's a credible athlete as well coming from the world of mma do you really want bobby lashley to be a chicken shit heel no he looked weak again in my opinion last night and as you said bully they've made him to look weak this entire story as we said for weeks leading up to the royal rumble brock got the best of him on the microphone No contest. And then Lashley wins the title on Saturday, but he does it with help from Roman and Heyman. You know, he did not win that title clean on Saturday. Then he comes out. And I actually thought, Bully, that what they were going to do, we talked about it yesterday. I thought, you know what? They're going to make Lashley look strong by just showing certain clips from the pay-per-view To make him look strong and make him look like he's the guy who slayed the beast. They did exactly the opposite. They showed all the highlights of Roman getting involved and everything else. They even showed the ref bump where, you know, Brock had him pinned for 10 seconds on the mat. And then Brock once again comes out and verbally abuses Bobby Lashley. Tell me how I am supposed to be invested in Bobby Lashley as a WWE champion after all the things
1: that Monday Night Raw has showed me. It goes beyond that, Dave. Um, I don't know if you can pick up on this or the fans pick up on this. As As a wrestler who's been doing this for a while, I picked up on it a lot. It's very, it's so glaring to me. When you watch Brock Lesnar in that ring, standing there with Bobby and MVP. Do they share the ring? Is that ring cut in half 50 50? No, it's not. It should be, but it's not. It is not. It is very much Brock Lesnar's ring because Brock Lesnar goes in there and he takes the ring and he allows you to stand wherever he wants you to stand. Otherwise you belong to him. You hear wrestlers all the time, uh, Dave. Throughout history, you know, say that uh, old trope of, you know, I'll do what I want when I want. We, we've all heard that promo before. Yes, ninety nine point nine percent of the guys out there who say that are full of shit. Brock Lesnar's not. Brock Lesnar will go out there and do exactly what he wants, and if that means not sticking to the plan, so be it. Because Brock can get away with anything. Brock will go there, right back through the gorilla position, look at Vince and tell him, oh, that's what felt right out there. That's what I did. End of story. That's how in control Brock Lesnar is. Like, I don't even know if the whole shoving the cane up his ass line to MVP was scripted for him. It just sounds like that came off the top of Brock's head. And, and- I, obviously a
0: lot of the verbiage that he used last night was not scripted because they had a they had an audio edit almost
1: half of it out so yeah and and when you look in their eyes Brock looks like he looks like one of those caged lions that can or tigers that can just pounce on you at any moment and I'm sorry when I'm watching Bobby and MVP I just don't see that same level of confidence I know that these guys are uber confident But when you see them in there with Brock, it is a completely different animal. The WWE belongs to Brock Lesnar whenever Brock Lesnar is around. And you can take from Brock Lesnar whatever Brock allows you to take at any given moment. And now it's turning into promo time, which is probably the last thing we never thought we'd be talking about when it comes to Brock. Brock is owning Bobby on the microphone. And it's not just what he's saying it's the way he's saying it he's laughing is in bobby's face yep. the whole time i don't know how many men on the planet get away with laughing in bobby lashley's
0: face and it was so confusing to me bully because if you go back and watch that segment when lashley came out if you notice, as he's walking down the entrance ramp, he's slapping fans' hands. He's he's giving fist bumps to fans and slapping their hands. Like so, if he's, he's this chicken shit heel, that's this, then why is he making contact and playing up to the fans as he's entering the ring? This is not off camera, like at some meet and greet or uh, WrestleMania access. This is on TV. Then he goes in there. You know, MVP talks about how he won. He beat the beat Brock. Brock comes out ready for a fight. Brock comes out ready for a fight. Like you said, humiliates him on the microphone last night. And then Lashley, you know, when having the chance, he looked down MVP and the commentators are playing up. Maybe he's not going to listen to MVP. Maybe he is going to fight Brock. And what does Bobby Lashley do? He jumps out of the ring. Tell me how that made Bobby Lashley look strong at all. And honestly, perception is reality. Is he is he perceived as a WWE champion after that entire segment last night? Uh, it's almost like you can't have Bobby Lashley retain at Elimination Chamber. I mean, it's and especially with the scenario that brought. What are you going to do? You're not going to have Brock win after he just painted something that everybody wants to see at WrestleMania. It's almost going to be a disappointment if Bobby Lashley retains that championship at Elimination Chamber.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, Bobby is the WWE champion and I'm sure Vince and the higher ups look at him as uh, they definitely hold Bobby in high esteem, but Bobby is not the a story. The story is about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And that's just the way it is. Um, When Bobby first came out in that suit last night, I was like, wow, they're going to go in another direction now. They're going to, now they're going to put the star perception on him even more than they may have had it before. And and that just does not happen when Brock Lesnar is around. I I tell you this though, speaking of Bobby coming out, when Brock came out, in his wrestling gear, I had very high hopes because Brock doesn't put his wrestling gear on unless Brock is going to wrestle. I can't tell you the last time I remember Brock being in his gear when he did not wrestle, <clears throat> especially lately when he's, you know, looks like he's just gotten off the farm and bailing. Hay. Yeah. so then Pierce puts Brock into the chamber without a qualifying match. And I, and I did say on social media, I'm like, I would have liked to have seen had to qualify. And people are chiming in. Well, this is the automatic, you know, automatic rematch clause and you get this. And uh, like, uh, I don't know how so many people on social media got to see Brock's championship contract, because I didn't get to see it yet. Uh, You know, did it leak online? How do people know? Did did Pierce tell us this? Did anybody tell us this? Did I miss something?
0: No, and and WWE has already said they don't have the automatic uh, rematch clause anymore. So he doesn't automatically get a rematch.
1: Two things should have happened last night with Brock Lesnar standing in that ring. First, Brock should have had to have had a qualifying match. There's no reason why you cannot have had, and I'm just going to pick a name, and I'm just picking Bobby Roode because I love Bobby Roode to death. And... Bobby Roode will make you look like a million bucks. You couldn't have a qualifying match between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Roode. The bell rings. Bobby Roode charges at Brock Lesnar F five, one, two, three.
0: There you go.
1: That's it. There's your qualifying match. Now I know why he is in the chamber. It's all you had to do. It's that quick and easy. Or you could have had Pierce explain why Brock is in the chamber without a qualifying match or after you came back from break jimmy smith who i really enjoyed on our show yesterday by the way great could have explained why brock did not have to have a qualifying match and then certain guys do and now seth rollins didn't have to have one last night either very very confusing i don't like to be confused give me any story this way I can connect the dots. Yeah, and and they're just, again,
0: they're controlling the narrative, so I, they, I guess they can do whatever they want to do. Um, I would have liked to have seen that qualifying match. Bully, I thought it let the air out of the building last night. That Cincinnati crowd was hot in that opening segment, and when you have Brock come out there in his wrestling gear, they, they're expecting Brock Lesnar to wrestle. Now, obviously, they teased a match right there, and we've seen that a million times where it actually doesn't happen. But hyping up the crowd like that, thinking that there might be a rematch last night, you saw the crowd get pumped. And then to not even see Brock wrestle, I felt it did kind of let the air out of that building in Cincinnati last night. Because the beginning of that show, that crowd was loud and rowdy, and I think it took the air right
1: out of that building. Another thing they could have done is Pierce could have explained to Brock Lesnar that Brock, since you were in the chamber and, you know, you, you you got screwed, not the chamber, since you were in that match at the Royal Rumble and you got screwed, I'm granting you um, a, a buy in the first round and you're immediately in the chamber. And Brock says, nah, get somebody out here right now. Now I the crowd that. pops even more because Brock is demanding. I came to Cincinnati. I'm in my wrestling gear. I'm gonna kick some ass, just like the Bengals gonna do at the Super Bowl. I don't know some cheesy Mick Foley esque chasing the hug kind of line. Um, and and we heard a lot of saying, those lines last night, by the yeah, way. <laughs> just yeah. not for Brock, yeah. So, and, and then you send somebody out. It's a quick thirty second squash. When a squash is actually makes sense and is necessary. And look at what you just got to see. Now the people got a surprise of Brock wrestling in front of him, even if it's just one F5. And that would have been enough. And again, no explanation necessary. You got that
0: qualifying match he wins.
1: It's the Cincinnati Bengals and the LA Rams in Super Bowl 56. Hi there, everybody. This is Lindsay Rhodes. And if you want analysis for every angle of this exciting, surprising, legacy-defining matchup, you're gonna love my podcast. The NFL Roadshow, our guests and conversations aim to make you a savvier football fan. We're going to cut through the lazy narratives, and there are a lot of them. The low-hanging fruit, none of that. If you want to be the smartest person at your Super Bowl party, please subscribe and listen wherever you stream your podcasts. New episodes up every Monday and Thursday.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Head to factormeals.com slash busted50 and use code BUSTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code BUSTED50 at factormeals.com slash BUSTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Any chance Lita beats Becky and then you have a rematch at WrestleMania?
1: I don't understand. I don't don't know why you would have Lita beat Becky. They've done... In their eyes and in their opinion, they've done everything they possibly can to to protect the investment that is Becky Lynch. Uh, I I don't foresee Lita winning. I I see Becky and Charlotte both heading into WrestleMania as your respective women's champions with obviously Ronda facing one of them and the other facing uh, a a Sasha, a, a Bianca, a Rhea another woman of that caliber.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I I would think so though. I mean, Lita's a name and Lita gets fans excited. And you know, that is, uh, again, I'm bringing it up. Another generation superstar that I think a lot of fans would love to see. I mean, it's going to be in Saudi. It's not going to be here. So I'm wondering if, you know, you had Lita and Becky, depending on what happens in Saudi that I, I actually think that it might be a possibility. Likely, Probably not, but I do think it might be a possibility, but I will. So you want
1: you want heel Becky to chase Babyface Lita into WrestleMania? Or just have a, why not? Honestly, why not? Sorry, don't, I'm not, I'm not feeling that.
0: They're giving me something that I, I like. There's really, there hasn't really been a lot of matches from Becky Lynch that I've been excited about. I got to tell you, I'm excited about this match at Elimination Chamber.
1: And that's why you'll tune into Elimination Chamber to see it. That's that's where they want you to tune in to see it. On a show that you may not necessarily be that inclined to watch. You're going to watch WrestleMania no matter what. But True. they got to give you something to watch the Chamber other than the Chamber. But they got me,
0: got me, got to get me excited for this next challenger for Becky then at WrestleMania. If you're going to give me a legend like Lita, you got to follow it up with WrestleMania about, with a story and with a matchup that's going to get me as excited, if not more.
1: So are you saying that there's, there are no women on the WWE roster that you would rather see Becky Lynch face at WrestleMania than Lita? Uh, Oh, it depends on, well, I
0: mean, here's the thing, Bully it all depends on what you look as the WWE women's roster. And what I say by that, are you going by brand? Are you, are you know, cause right now, if you look at the raw brand, is there anybody on the raw brand that gets you excited? I'll throw a name out right now. Rhea Ripley. Yes. So you would, so they build up Rhea Ripley. Now that Nikki A.S.H. is done, build her up to be a credible contender for the championship against Becky at WrestleMania. Yes. You know what? I, I don't disagree with you. If they do that, if they do it the right way, again, they got to get me excited.
1: Yeah. yeah. Got to get you excited. Yes. But there are women there. Bianca Belair. Yes or no? Uh,
0: Yes. Bianca Belair. You
1: have that rematch. Um, okay. So there's two, there's two names right there. And I'm going to, is- and I am going to tilt towards the Bianca Belair side because there is a story there. There's a history there.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bianca, Rhea, they're not bad names. They really aren't. Do I do it? I am excited about Lita, but most unlikely this is just a one-off at Elimination Chamber. But they got, they got to build the
1: story. Dave, and I don't even know, and again. Of course I, they got to build the story. They got to do that with everybody except their top-tier talent. Everybody should have a story. We can agree on that. But again, Bully,
0: and and it's hard for me to get away from it, the story for me is, is Rhonda and Becky. Who came out champion? Who didn't get pinned? The story is between Rhonda and Becky right now.
1: I agree with you. But if they go down that route, you are going to open up a can of worms in which they can always re- deflate gate, right? Yeah, the 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 Patriots won the Super Bowl that right that year, right? Yes. There's always going to be the argument of, well, Brady screwed with the balls. It'll never be the Patriots won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, well, the Patriots won the Super Bowl that year because of Deflate Gate. Right now, Becky Lynch won the women's heavyweight champions, unified the women's championships, became Becky two belts at WrestleMania. The first time the women ever main evented. There is no butt. I like big butts, and I cannot <sighs> lie. There is no butt. If if they go down that road, there's a giant butt. Yeah, it is a big old giant butt. Uh, and like you, you got know- like a big butt, and then there's a tiny butt. <laughs> I it's love like having butts. a tiny fat ass.
0: <laughs> a lot of, a lot of shapes and sizes with that butt, bully. Uh, but looking at it, yes. Bianca Rhea, if they do build it up in, in this very short time towards WrestleMania after Elimination Chamber, I'm on board. Bianca Belair, obviously, there's that, you know, that rematch from what happened at SummerSlam. Outside of that, there really isn't anybody that excites me on the Raw women's brand unless they do some kind of mixing and matching and throwing together and putting stuff on other brands. That's the only possibility for me. So, You know, maybe you get Bianca and Becky at WrestleMania. I would think that the fans would be behind Bianca and not Becky. So you don't have to worry about that. And then you get Charlotte and Ronda and the fans
1: will be behind Ronda. I think it'll be 50-50 with Bianca and Becky. So you think that Becky's got too many fans? Becky just sat down with Stone Cold again. I know. Did Becky tell Steve to go to hell?
0: I don't think so. I doubt it. Uh,
1: I, I, I'm I, sorry. It's it's, it's very difficult for me to see Becky Lynch hanging out with Stone Cold Steve Austin, having a good time, shooting a breeze, telling stories, watching the look in Becky's eyes when she's talking to Steve, like she's still that fan, a little bit of deer in the headlights, on her way to becoming a megastar, maybe the likes of Steve one day. And how, how, how does that show go off? And I'm like, Wow, I hate this woman. No, you watch the Stone Cold Sessions with Becky and Steven, you're like, man, Becky's awesome, love her, she's so cool, I, she's the best. She, I mean, and then she and, comes out and she says, Oh, let's go have a cup of gazpacho. Like, oh, I hate you now. What,
0: yeah, making it confusing at the me, yeah. I, I, but they're going with it, they're not changing it, they're going with it. And they're not going to change
1: it because we're complaining about it. This is the vision of one person and one person only. And you better have one hell of a compelling argument to change that person's mind, especially when it comes to a megastar, the likes of Becky Lynch.
0: Becky Lynch is that superstar. She is. She's that superstar. She's on that level, especially in that women's division. And we're going to have to see what happens coming out of Elimination Chamber with Lita. Becky gets a strong... I mean, that's going to... I mean, her destroying Lita, is that going to
1: be enough to get people to hate Becky? If it's me... Listen, we always go back to the same stuff when it comes to my opinion. There's not enough heat in the wrestling business because there's not enough heels in the wrestling business. Do I think that the WWE is going to go out of their way, especially in Saudi? Do I think that they're going to go out of their way to have Becky Lynch get all of this heat on Lita? No, because I think they're doing with a Becky as they're doing with a lot of other superstars. We're going to present her to you in a certain way you decide whether you like her or not. And whatever you decide is fine. As long as, as long as after you've made your decision, whether you like her or hate her, you put your hand in your pocket, you pull out your credit card and you buy four tickets to a show or buy her merchandise or buy this or buy that. You like her and you want to spend money on her? Great, we'll be more than happy to take your money. You hate her and you want to spend money on her? Great, we're more than happy to take your money. That's what it's all about, isn't it? I guess at the end I, of the I, day, I did a magic trick and I lied to you and you want to come see me again? Great, I'll take your money. They have an
0: opportunity here though with Lita. They really do. Lita is loved. The, the fan base loves Lita. She got a great response last night. Lita was Lita, as you said, was the star of that final segment on the microphone. There's no doubt about it. They have an opportunity in Saudi to do something special for Becky to get her truly hated going into WrestleMania.
1: Dave, the women just had the first match ever in Saudi Arabia baby steps do you really think the wwe is going to take a risk with a woman beating the crap out of another woman in saudi do you think that's going to go over well in saudi
0: i guess not i don't know i just think it's a wasted opportunity to, end to bring lita back for something like
1: that. now if you're going to tell me they should have did it last night Okay, then I can get on board. But I don't think we're going to see a woman, you know, cave in another woman's head with chair shots or shots to the back or overt violence because I just think that the particular area of the world that they're going to be in for that show won't be ready for that.
0: But I'm saying this, Bully, if you do have some kind of match and it carries over to WrestleMania, if it's Becky versus Lita at WrestleMania, I really do think the fans would be completely behind Lita and booing Becky Lynch. I don't think there's anybody else on the roster. Like you said, at best 50-50 for Bianca. I don't think there's anybody else on the roster that could challenge Becky where they're
1: going to hate Becky Lynch other than Lita. So that comment I can agree with because we're talking about somebody getting booed and somebody getting cheered. Okay, fine. If if you told me it was going to be Becky versus Bianca versus Lita, I'd be more on board. Okay. Because now we're using Lita as a veteran in that match. Who, you, you know, who wins it? Is it, is it Bianca, the up and comer? Is it the veteran? Is it the man? I, that three-way dance I'm all about.
0: Okay. maybe, maybe But not Lita like
1: versus that. Becky, because now we're going back to your argument about creating stars and, you know, using the homegrown talent. Well, what about Bianca? Bianca Belair is, is right there. She is. Like, I want to see Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. I want to see Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Bianca Belair belongs in in, in, in those conversations, in those matches. So, there, boy, I, man, I, think that, I think this was the proper utilization of Lita. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. We'll get, no, we're going to see it. So, you
0: still stand probably most likely main event night number one, uh, Ronda and Charlotte, main event night number two, Brock and Roman.
1: Night number two, Brock and Roman, as far as night number one, uh, it's either going to be, I, I'm leaning towards Charlotte now because uh, because um, uh, Ronda had every opportunity to just snap Becky's arm and choose yeah. her. I, I thought they could have done so much more with that segment last night. I, I, I think
0: so too. Any chance we get a rematch from WrestleMania 35 in a triple threat with Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte?
1: It is time for two women to main event uh, WrestleMania. Now we we got uh, just refresh my memory. We did get Sasha versus Bianca, right? Yes. That main evented where?
0: That was last year's uh, in Tampa.
1: That was last year's WrestleMania night one.
0: I believe it was night number one. Andre okay. checking, but I believe it was
1: night number one. Okay, so we definitely got yeah because night event. number
0: two was the uh, Daniel Bryan Edge. Uh, that was that. That was the match for night number two. I believe night number one was Sasha and and uh, Bianca.
1: I I'm all for two women headlining night one, in Texas Stadium. All right, we'll see what happens. I, I don't I don't know how like I don't know know how else to give it to you, Dave. I really don't like. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. Although, like I said, a three way a three way dance doesn't doesn't hurt it. Like Bianca Rhea. Becky, I'll take it.
0: Not bad. Not bad. Why not? I, but I do agree with you when it comes to Roman and Brock. I don't want to see Seth. I just want Roman and Brock. Because one of those guys need to pin the other. It can't be an X factor like Seth Rollins getting pinned. Serious XM
1: Podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So,
0: no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards.